Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. In New York, a professor wins a $30 million lawsuit in a record revenge porn ruling. In Pennsylvania, a convicted felon with night vision goggles and a gun is arrested after lurking outside his ex-girlfriend's house. And a man nicknamed Dirty Harry is arrested over the deaths of a family of four. These stories and more coming at you today, Monday, March 4th, on Real Life Real Crime Daily. And I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Overton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Happy Monday, fellers. Monday, Monday. Manic Monday. March 4th. Monday. Well, tomorrow, my oldest boy, Tori, who's got little baby Jane up in Brooklyn, New York, turns 34. Wow. Brooklyn. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, dude. 34. I can't believe Where you are the 34. Time and you made you a grandfather. He did. Home of the Dodgers. <laughs> Until 1956, <laughs> I think. That's right. Um, oh, good. The, um, is that your oldest? It's my oldest boy. Yeah. I have a, a daughter who's a year older. Wow. I know. Well, happy man. birthday to him. Yeah. If happy. they're 34 and 35, what does that mean? Do the math. Uh, shit. I've got one that's almost 26. My oldest, so. But and time flies, right? You're still looking young, It sure does. Time flies, and we love y'all and appreciate you. Thank you for listening, liking, and sharing, and let's get down to some true crime. One second before you do that. Do you guys do this? I, Whenever I'm watching a show and I think somebody might look a little bit old, I'll do a quick search to find out exactly how old they are. And (laughs) so I was really into – such a wild series, but the acting is so great in it that the the latest True Detective. Did you finish it? Oh, uh, I hadn't finished it yet. No. You got you got to finish yeah, it. I, uh, I, I, I mean, it's a freak show, but uh, uh, but Jodie Foster is so good in that thing. But she, you know, she she's in great hey, shape, but she looks yeah, she, she looks old. Looks older. Yeah, yeah well, she's uh, two months older than Mike. I mean, we're really? so. <laughs> So yeah, that was a little I, I do that for uh, like when Dolly Parton did their thing in the Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. I looked up to see how old she and she's in her seventies, and I'm like, Holy she shit. has to be. I mean, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I do like you know uh, older stars, and, and I'm like, how old are they now? Like Kevin Costner looks amazing, right? And he's 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 older than you. Oh, he's definitely older than me. Yeah. I, I remember uh, uh, when the Untouchables came out. And he was on the cover of one of the big uh, magazines. Is, uh, it, it great, but Tin Cup will always be my favorite costume. Yeah, right, Tin Cup, is what? Tin Cup's like, my favorite. It's a, it's a good. It's wolves, funny. I like even the highwaymen. I like all of them. Uh, what's Dances the with Wolves to me was. It, I, so I, I love everything that he does. There are better. Thunker. There are better acting jobs, but Tin Cup yeah. is. I mean, that's such yeah, a great that's a, character. That's a good one too. So. Tatanka. Buff. You know, he doesn't wear underwear, right? Buff. What? Yep. Check well, him out in 10 cup. His junk be shit sticking out. 
<laughs> that dude wears underwear, oh, then I, I'm a lord. I mean, I, I, I'm confident enough in my sexuality. So, so, <laughs> that I noticed that next time because I can't. Now everybody's I can't, googling. Them in I can't cup. pass yeah, up yeah. tin cup if I see it's on. I've got to go yeah. watch at least a few minutes. All right, that. with that, let's get down to some true crime time for Monday. A New York court has ordered a Brooklyn comedian to pay out a whopping $30 million to his City University of New York professor ex-girlfriend for a years-long revenge porn campaign in which her attorney calls the largest verdict awarded in the state's history. Spring Cooper uh, said she did not expect to see a dime of the settlement from her ex-boyfriend, Ryan Brooms. Uh, yeah, that's a lot. Regardless, she said on Friday, the precedent in the landmark verdict sets up uh, future victims uh, for compensation. I hope that people see this and realize their path to justice, Cooper said. It's not something you should be ashamed of. Uh, and non-consensually sharing intimate images is not something you can hide from. Brooms did not show up in court when the verdict was announced on Friday, and she didn't even have an attorney, or he didn't have an attorney to represent him, Cooper's uh, attorney said. Now, when Cooper broke up with Brooms in 2017, after a year-long relationship, he began sending her a barrage of Snapchat videos of himself masturbating and messages demanding to know intimate details of her life sexually. Cooper thought it was the worst ordeal uh, of her life, and when she blocked him, she received a menacing message from the Tumblr handle, from a Tumblr handle, with the threat, I know who you are, be my personal web slut, or I'll post Jeez. you Absolutely. on my slut-exposing blog. Wow. She ignored the message and said that soon afterwards, strangers started reaching out to her, telling her that they had, see- they had seen their- her nude images and videos Posted alongside her personal information, like her name, employer, title, social media pages, and other information, including contact information. In those moments, my life would stop, she said. No matter who I was or who I was with or what my plans were, my focus began to immediately try to find content and advocate for for its removal. Uh, I cannot begin to tally the number of people who contacted me to tell me they had seen my naked body and share whatever unsolicited comment about their perception of me that popped in their head online. She successfully filed a restraining order against Broom, but her nude photos continued to appear, appear online, and the comedian would take to Twitter to mock her. My ex is such a romantic, he wrote in one of several messages directed at Cooper. She just had my valentine's day card hand delivered by the police and it read roses are red violets are blue please always keep 500 feet between me and you sometimes your ex puts you in handcuffs and not in a hot way he wrote in another post so uh there you have it uh mike that you know the revenge porn revenge porn you ain't got to worry about people sharing nude photos of you online well look i mean it's I doubt that guy is sitting on $30 million to, uh, no, he's uh, not. No, uh, I mean, I don't know anything about him, but I think uh, for cases like that, uh, putting, uh, putting those kind of, uh, uh, of findings out there, those kind of fines, $30 million, 
that could be a deterrent potentially. And so I, I assume that's why they're making it such a ridiculous uh, a number that seems outweighted. They uh, they had already. They used to be. It used to be a big thing. Revenge porn's websites where yeah. you, you could post pictures of your ex girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever, and I mean it was a big deal. And they had lawsuits previous to this one where they they actually made it illegal for those websites and they shut them all down. But it's like standing in a hurricane and cutting open a feather pillow and shaking out all the feathers. You never, I don't care how much you try to get something offline. It's always going to be out there in some shape or form. And, and this lady, I, I don't know what she looks like or anything else, but you know, what people, a certain percentage of the population are going to look at those photos and, and think, well, she, she's hot sexually. Maybe I can hook up with her too. So I'm sure she was getting messages like that. Oh, I saw you. Oh, I'm, I, I'm, I want to do that with you too. And da, 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 da. And this dude obviously is a nut job. Right, and there's been a lot of laws, not only federal laws, but even state laws. I mean, if you have a picture of somebody else that belongs to that, you know, that person is in that picture, and you're doing it for malicious intent to show it online, whatever it is, posting it on Facebook or what have you, um, you, there's laws now with that. State laws, you can get in a lot of shit. Even if it's a deep fake. If it's if it's their uh, their face on yeah. uh, well, on a, an altered image, same thing. It's a uh, sharing without the consent of both parties, right? And and that's a no no. You know, unfortunately, the times we live in, all all these laws and every rule were made because some asshole did something like this, right? That's right. But I hate that for her. She'll you know, it's it. Well, so never a, a little down. bit of research for the guys out there contemplating doing something like this is, yeah, don't do I think that. that research would find that nobody's done this, gotten away with it, yeah. and uh, not ended up uh, in jail or paying some hefty, hefty fines. So. True that. True that. Love them after the breakup. You got to find a way to stay friends after the breakup. Yeah, you should try. It's hard sometimes. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Let's go to Washington. Well, actually, we're going to Montana, but there's a Washington man involved in this. A Washington state man is accused of helping to kill more than 3,000 birds, including eagles, on a Montana uh, Indian reservation. Oh, uh, you're going to federal prison. Mm. And once they kill them, they illegally sell their feathers. This guy is pleading guilty to illegal wild, uh, wildlife trafficking and other criminal charges. Federal prosecutors say Travis John Branson and others killed about 3,600 birds during a years-long killing spree that all happened on the Flathead Indian Reservation. Feathers from eagles and other birds are highly prized among many Native American tribes for use in sacred ceremonies and during powwows. Branson, who's from Cusick, Washington, 
uh, pleaded guilty under an agreement with prosecutors to reduce his charges, including conspiracy, wildlife trafficking, and unlawful trafficking of eagles. Uh, the uh, court filings don't te- don't detail exactly how many birds he's admitted admitted to killing, but he has been a part of that group uh, throughout this time period where they're alleged to have killed 3,600. The second suspect, who's the guy they really want to get, is a guy by the name of Simon Paul, who's from St. Ignatius, Montana. He remains at large after an arrest warrant was issued, and he failed to show up for his court appearance. Illegal shootings are a leading cause of golden eagle deaths, and this has been a long-running problem, according to U.S. wildlife officials. Immature golden eagle feathers are especially valued among tribes, and a tail set from one of these birds can sell for several hundred up to $1,000 a piece. The bird killers will often use a dead deer carcass as bait to lure in an eagle. Is that yeah. Okay. Yeah, uh, yeah. Once the bird becomes preoccupied with its meal, they move in for a close shot. Federal officials have have not said how many eagles were killed, nor what other kind of birds were involved in the scheme, which began in uh, all the way back in 2015 and continues through has continued up to the present. Text messages obtained by investigators showed that Branson and others were telling buyers that. Uh, They were, quote, on a killing spree to collect more eagle tail feathers for future sales. Prosecutors described Simon Paul as the shooter and the shipper of eagles for Branson. So he was the guy doing most of the killing. Bald eagles are the national symbol of the U.S., and both bald and golden eagles are widely considered sacred by American Indians. U.S. law prohibits anyone without a permit from killing, wounding, or disturbing eagles or taking any parts such as nests or eggs. Even taking feathers found in the wild can be a crime. Uh, Federally recognized tribes can apply for permits with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service to take a bald or golden eagle for religious purposes. Maybe a bald eagle will spot this guy, Simon Paul, who's uh, out there on the lamb and swoop down and give the guy some talents to the face. Uh, they are so screwed. Let me tell you something. You know, I'm a big, big hunter. Uh, we actually have bald eagles down here that have one in my place. Um, even, even down in Marlboro, when we had the hunter down there, they have them. They're beautiful they're they're massive. You wouldn't believe they're like seven feet um, wingspan from end to end, and Beautiful you are animals. so screwed. I would never. I uh, eagles, uh, even like shooting turkeys, illegal um, it, ducks, and, and, and fuck that. I ain't doing it. it. The that is they will absolutely hammer your ass. But shooting that many eagles, holy smokes, those dudes are screwed. Probably my favorite animal on earth is an eagle. Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. And, uh, just, just, I mean, there's a, there used to be an, a nest down on the uh, Amy River past where yeah. my house was, and they had a camera on the nest. It's, and people go online and watch mm-hmm. the bird come in and feed his babies and all that stuff. It just, just doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Well, if this guy's got thousands of counts, Oh, he's okay. done. I mean, he, I mean, he is. I, I mean, what's he going to tell Bubba? He's in federal prison for. Bubba said, "Be like, I'm in for. I'm a serial rapist and in national parks, whatever. What you in for? Uh, I shot birds. <laughs> yeah, God, screw him. Yep. Well, we're going into Pennsylvania. My and, favorite place. Uh, a man has. He's facing 
several charges after he was spotted lurking around his ex-girlfriend's house. Uh, he had night vision goggles mm-hmm. and a loaded gun. There you go. There you go. Uh, Montgomery County District Attorney Kevin Steele, along with police chiefs from New Hanover Township and Lansdale, announced the arrest of 36-year-old Edward Conader uh, and 38-year-old there was two of them, Kristen's uh, Swigard. Uh, they were charged with having illegal firearms, gun trafficking, and some other crimes. Uh, investigators began looking into them when officers responded to a home uh, at about 1.20 a.m. on February 4th for reports of someone prowling inside. Mm-hmm. Officers ar- arrived and located uh, Conator identified as the resident's ex-boyfriend. Uh, he was in the driveway of the home and in possession of a loaded 9 millimeter, a loaded magazine, and night vision goggles. He became combative when he was confronted by the officers and attempted to resist arrest. An investigation found he was not legally allowed to possess firearms because of a felony. So he's going back to jail. Yeah, five years, probably exile federal off the top. That's right. It was also learned that he purchased the recovered nine millimeter handgun uh, just last year. When detectives ex- executed the search warrant, they found three additional firearms, including mm-hmm. an AR 15. Yep. Uh, the DA's office said none of the discovered guns report were found to be lost or stolen. So he. He He purchased them, yeah. Detectives also found a black suppressor, a taser, a ballistics vest, holsters, Mm -hmm. and several rounds of ammo. So he's up to no good. Uh, He was charged with additional crimes after they found all that uh, in just a slew of them. Uh, And he is in jail on a $500,000 cash bond. You know, if you're there with night vision goggles. At your ex's house and a load of pistol, you're up to that good. Yeah, there's yeah. nothing good. Yeah, I and mean, it's a familiar house. What the f do you need the night vision goggles for? Probably to see who. I mean, probably his ex had somebody coming in. He wants to see who they are or something like that. Well, the uh, that's no good. And it goes back to you know, you outlaw guns. Only out uh, outlaws will have guns, right? I mean. He had a slew, and, and including the silencer. Hell, that's a hell. That's a whole different big ass federal charge. So, anyway. I mean, there's no. Is there any uh, legal way a citizen gets a silencer? Absolutely, but it's a, it's a, like I was looking at uh, this morning at five o'clock. The they actually have a company now that will help you get them, but in the state of Louisiana, it's a long process. You, you have to apply for it and then you have to get a letter from the sheriff that in the parish that you live in that you're a citizen in good standing it's, it's a whole like three to six month process through the feds just to get it you know um and i get getting them a lot of my friends have them like for the shooting of the hogs because there'd be like 20 hogs out there at a time and if you shoot them and and they they don't run off because they don't hear the loud bang right so uh but other than that i don't know what reason you need to have one and you know well, my, I, I, I won't. Look, mine. My, yeah. mine would be that just you go to the range and your ears are yeah. I mean, the, all the yeah. damage you do yeah. just shooting. I'm like, you know, it'd be nice to, it's to not have that. I've, I've shot them plenty, plenty of times. I mean, it's, it, and of course, the larger the caliber, the still it makes a pop of noise. But you do it like on a 22, it's like, tat, 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 
I mean, you can't even hear it. Yeah. So that's crazy. Crazy, crazy. It is crazy. Well, um, we've certainly heard lots and lots this year about troubles at the southern border and things that happen. But I've got a story from the northern border. Two years after a family froze to death trying to enter the U.S. from Canada, the man who allegedly recruited their smuggler has been arrested and charged in their deaths. We're headed to one of the coldest spots in the country, the U.S.-Canadian border in the state of Minnesota. I didn't realize, I thought Minnesota ended at Lake Superior, but I guess there's right on the border. There's, there's yeah. border there as well. Uh, Harsh Kumar Ramallah Patel, who is known by his nickname, Dirty Harry, and if that's your name, you need a nickname, Dirty Harry, was arrested last Wednesday in Chicago and charged with human smuggling crimes. Patel is 28. He allegedly hired a driver to make several human smuggling trips across the U.S.-Canadian border between uh, December of 21 and January of 23, one of which turned deadly, according to authorities. Patel is accused of hiring a guy by the name of Steve Shand to drive several groups of migrants across the border. Patel allegedly paid Shand, who is from Florida, a total of $25,000 to make several smuggling trips over the two uh, over that period. Shand has pleaded not guilty to human smuggling charges, and his trial is scheduled to begin on March 25th. The DOJ claims that Shand, who is 47, was arrested in January of 23 after police stopped him while driving in a 15-passenger van he was attempting to smuggle two Indian nationals across the border in. According to police, they spotted five other people, later identified as five other undocumented uh, Indian nationals, walking through the snow nearby. Police stopped that group, but were told at the same time that there was another group they'd been traveling with that had separated from them overnight. That other group was a family of four. Jagdish, uh, Vashel uh, Ben, and Vahanji, and Dharmic, uh, their last name also Patel, but not related to Dirty Harry. Unfortunately, all four of them were found frozen to death in an area that was 30 feet from the U.S.-Canadian border. Um, Patel and the victims had no relation to Dirty Harry. As I said, uh, investigators discovered WhatsApp messages between Patel and Shand that allegedly showed them communicating about smuggling people over the border. In one of those messages, Patel allegedly warned Shand, make sure everyone is dressed for blizzard conditions. Minnesota was experiencing dangerously cold weather at that time, and temperatures in the northern part of the state were feeling like 29 degrees below zero Ooh. on the evening that this happened. to death. What a horrible, yeah. these, these, I mean, people thinking there, uh, it sounds like that might have been a, the kind of family you actually want coming into uh, the country. They should have done it legally. They didn't. And, uh, and this kind of thing can happen when, when that's going on. But uh, what a horrible way to go. Oh, laws flying to man, I guess. I and mean, you're always going to have the outlaws that do it. And I don't know which is worse, freezing to death at minus 30 or the, the ones that burn to death or uh, definitely in, burning in, in the to back death. of the trucks. Well, and and I mean, the freezing to death, Texas. you just get tired and go yeah, to sleep. Yeah. Well, and if yeah. you're paying the mule 25 grand, what are these families? I mean, what, 
what are the families paying? A hundred thousand dollars to bring four people over, or more than that? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, at least a lot of them they'll get in, and then you know they'll pay X amount up front, and then they'll hold them to the families that are already in the United States, pay the rest of the money for them to be free. Not free, but free from the, the coyotes. Yeah, well, crazy. We're gonna go to Florida. Alamonte Springs, Florida, to Alamonte. be exact. Altamont Springs, Florida. The Altamont. 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 That's Orlando. Sounds like it's just uh, outside of Altamont. Orlando. We're just testing Mike's pronunciation skills. I dated a girl from Altamont Springs. Yeah. Well, police arrested and ho- hopefully it wasn't this girl. I should have kept dating her. Hopefully, hopefully it wasn't this hopefully girl because this is a story about a. A uh, woman in Florida who stabs another woman in Florida about a fight over a man they just dated. They mm-hmm. both dated. How old was she? 19. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Actually. <laughs> Might have dated her grandmother. Yeah, right. looked that up. So police arrested a 19-year-old uh, woman this week on suspicion of fatally stabbing a 21-year-old Circle K clerk during a fight. On two on Tuesday, shortly before eleven p.m., officers responded to uh, the Advent Health Alamante, Altamont, Al- <laughs> Altamont. I'm not even cutting the name. After a friend brought twenty one year old Lakira Hall into the hospital for stab wounds, sadly she died from her inju- injuries shortly after arrival. Police say that Hall and uh, Leanna Ramering got into a dispute at a Circle K when Ramering allegedly stabbed Hall several times with a knife. The two knew each other. The friend who brought Hall to the hospital was present during the attack. Uh, Investigators believe the two individuals got into a dispute regarding a man they had both dated. Mm -hmm. However, police are still investigating those facts and what led up to the stabbing. Police did arrest Ramering and book her into the John E. Polk Correctional Center on a charge of second-degree murder, and she does remain held without bond. Uh, According to officers, many people were in that store at the time of the stabbing. A Circle K spokesman said we're shocked and saddened by the loss of our team member. Our hearts and condolences go out to her family. So two ladies fighting over a man results in a murder. I don't understand that. I'm not going to kill anybody over a woman. Well, I think that's like yeah. the like men are men will kill each other over all kinds of other stuff. Yeah. I mean, including over a woman. Yeah. But for women, it's usually over a man. Yeah. If it's gonna well, get, it's usually it's the man that, that gets severe. killed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Hey, what the, now? This guy has got to have other women want to see what he's got that was worth killing over. Yeah, yeah. I doubt there's much. I don't know. I mean, I'm not. I wasn't talking about monetary stuff, but sad for sad for her, and sad that happened. I mean, that's just stupid. I mean, that's just not thinking through. Right. Right. There are lots of stupid out there. Well, since we were in Florida with Jim, let's stay in Florida. A Florida woman is facing charges for allegedly poisoning her boyfriend by placing a bleach tablet in his tea. Nice. According to police, Yvette Diaz, age 49, is accused of tampering with tea while her live-in boyfriend of three years was outside on the phone with his employer. The alleged incident occurred at the couple's home back on February 20. 
Police say Diaz's boyfriend made himself a meal and some tea, and then he stepped outside for this work call. When he came back inside, he offered Diaz a bite of his tortilla meal, which she accepted. After taking a bite, she exclaimed it was spicy, and he offered her his tea to drink, which she adamantly declined. Police reports state that the boyfriend then took a large gulp from his cup and his throat started to immediately burn. He also noticed a strong smell of bleach yeah, coming from the cup, and he quickly poured the rest of it into the sink. The victim then noticed that there were, quote, remnants of a concentrated bleach tablet he usually used for dissolving into five gallons of water in his Jeez. cup. There's bleach in this drink. Did you put bleach in my drink, he asked Diaz. Diaz claimed that she thought she had added sugar to the drink. <laughs> Investigators aren't buying that one, saying that the location of the sugar and the bleach in the kitchen indicated that it was likely not a mistake. Her boyfriend was taken to a local hospital. He is expected to survive. Diaz was arrested that Friday for first-degree domestic violence, poisoning food or water. She is being held in the Miami-Dade Correction Facility with no bond set. She is evil. She actually looks like she I might have a mean streak. Understand? Uh, I mean, I don't get it. And a bleach, a bleach. You'd have thought you like smelled smell that. the bleach before yeah. you take a, a, a big gulp, but it's not his fault, obviously. Nah. Well, and a a like pellet or whatever it is of of bleach. How does that, that goes in a five gallons of concentrate? Yeah, so I, I don't even get, if you're going to come up with a bullshit answer, I don't think it was yeah. sugar. I mean, what? Rec- recently, um, one of my buddies, his contractor was at my parents' cabin, and I was over there and I left. And that night, my mom messaged me. She's, she's like, Oh my God, you tell Archie, I am so sorry. She said, I gave him a cup of coffee and I gave him the sugar bowl, and he he put the sugar in there and mixed it up, and, and, he, and he drank it. She said, I can't believe you drank it because I just realized that was the salt bowl. Oh. And so I, I called Archie, and, and he was like, bruh, I thought it was me, just me. He said, I don't want to be rude, and I drink it. I'm like, so you drink coffee with the salt? Your mom makes horrible and, coffee. Yeah, right? <laughs> and, uh, but a, a bleach tablet? Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Wow, I don't understand. It, um, you want to kill them, just shoot them or something. I don't I mean. What, yeah, like, you, what, what, like, I mean, what was the plan you're, after you're that? After with, right, after right. he went down, what was I she going to do with it? I guess say he put it in there himself. Well, prisons are full of dummies. Yep. Super cop. It is a super cop. Super what are you exactly right? Super cop. And today... We need to put an S on the end of that because it's really a whole department. Multiple super cops. Multiple super cops. And they're in Florida. Deputies in Florida recently saved a Tampa girl who was reported missing and found in a swampy wooded area. The Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office posted a video on Facebook showing the rescue, which took place on Monday evening. Uh, on February 26th of 2024, the aviation unit was called to assist deputies in locating a five-year-old autistic child who had mm-hmm. wandered away from home in Tampa. 
In under an hour, deputies were able to locate the girl who was found unharmed and returned to her family. The officer's aviation unit used thermal imaging cameras to find the girl. The video was posted by the sheriff's office, and it shows uh, friendly deputies approaching the girl and trying to help her out of the swamp. Come here, sweetie. A deputy is heard saying on the footage, come on, sweetheart. In the body cam footage, a deputy is seen embracing the child. Hi, baby girl. We're going to get you out of this water. You will walk in quite a bit. Uh, So Sheriff Chad Conister commended the officer, saying their uh, quick action saved the day and turned a potential tragedy into a hopeful reunion. Uh, The dedication shows what service and protection are all about here at the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office. And a representative of Hillsborough County uh, said that the girl's parents were at home when she wandered wandered off, and at no time at this time, no charges are. I I don't think they've been charged. I mean, it's just uh, you know, it freaking happens. Amazing, and there were our good days, and I can remember a few where you get to do something good like that. Yeah, and 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 getting that five year old autistic baby back home. And didn't. Oh, and what are the odds? Of, my yeah, I was going to say a five-year-old in a swamp, right? but just drowned. Number anything, one, anything, anything. And then, I mean, you know, that's just amazing. Ooh, yeah. Kinky crimes, plural, for Monday, y'all. And check this out. I'm bringing you a double dose. A today. double dose. A double kinky. A, so, but the first one. And I've actually been to this county, but um, a couple have been arrested after they were seen riding naked on a stolen lawnmower in Jasper County, Missouri. Mm. So Sounds like fun. Right. And almost my age, the 55-year-old man and 40-year-old woman told police they had ridden the mower home from a local swimming hole after their clothes were stolen while they were skinned. <laughs> yeah, that's that's like, a great, that's you, a great excuse. Yeah, right. But you stole a, a mower? And yeah. you were still skinny. Yeah. Then. I, mean, I don't know if that's illegal. You know. Yeah. Well, that interesting. Uh, um, but they got arrested for it. I, mean, I guess yeah. it's a kinky. But now here's the next one. Let's go to Japan. And police have arrested a man who fondled his nipples while staring at women on the subway. Oh. Uh, if it was just a fondling, right? I don't see a problem. Maybe he was like fondling it. I wonder how many times that actually worked for him. Like some chicks would be like, oh. Yeah, <laughs> but Toshio Hirio Fukumoto of Koto, Japan, was known on social media as the nipple man. After the a string, nipple man. Yeah, after a string of women published photos of him. So evidently he's doing it. Yeah, on the thing, and people are taking pictures. Yeah. He was arrested after flashing his buttocks at two young women, and he is admitted to all charges. Hey. Yeah, that's a big when deal. When you're caught, you're caught. That's a big deal in Japan, the, uh, the groping thing, because like, everybody's on public transit, right? And, they, and there's a and ton like, of they're them. Like, they're like tight, like Barber Street during Mardi Gras. You can barely move, and people are grabbing people's asses and stuff like that. And they yeah. post video is uh, online. 
But yeah, the nipple man. Hmm. The nipple man. The nipple man. And Lee, hey, at least he copped up to it. Hey, is us. Yeah. Uh, Bourbon has, Street Mardi Gras, you're actually allowed to do that to yeah, yeah, nipples yeah. During, right, yeah. during that day. But <laughs> Yeah, that's true. The, um, but I don't think these people in Japan appreciate it. I don't know what's, I'm sorry, what's what's coming of the country when you can't walk your dog naked or ride your lawnmower naked. Or pinch your know. nipples. I, it, it, well, the pinching nipples would be in Japan, but walking your dog naked and... and Liberty. Double riding. I mean, it's not like these lawnmowers have two seats, so they had to be on top of each other. But hey. they get riding back. Yeah. Oh, yeah. and thought, well, it could be a. They don't have a lawnmower, a really, really big one that has two seats. No, I have never nah. seen a two seated nah. lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> the International no. Harvester two seated. No. No. Mike's no. going to invent that, right? <laughs> and just just so you can put your naked partner on. <laughs> That's, That's right. Funny. So I wonder, is, has Swim ever been skinny dipping before? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. maybe a story in yeah. the future somewhere. All the time. And that's your key. For, For Monday. Monday. Double key. Day. Nipple Man. Very good. Nipple Man, yeah. <laughs> and Joe Time. Heavy dose of Florida here at the end of this episode, and I got some more. Alfred Wood and Kenny Benza left Long Island for the warm weather and the string bikinis of South Florida way back in 1980. The lifelong friends became bartenders at a trendy bar called Eleven in South Beach. I think I remember that bar. (sighs) You learn quickly in South Beach that if you want the hot girl, you need the thick wallet. (laughs) Serving drinks was nice, and they were picking up lots of cash for a couple of Long Island boys, but they wanted more. And in those days, the drug of choice was cocaine, otherwise known as blow, dust, flake, snow, or yayo. (laughs) The yayo. Well, it snowed heavily in the 11 every single night. Hot girls making lots of bathroom trips and never quite getting all the powder out from under their noses. Mm. Tourists started asking the guys, if they knew where they might be able to score a little bit of the white stuff. They asked around and learned that a guy by the name of Frank Lopez was the main man in South Beach. Our Long Island boys soon had their first meeting with Mr. Lopez, and Mr. Lopez soon had a great new setup with two bartenders inside of the Eleven Club. South Beach was hot and business exploded. Wood and Benza soon had more cash than, than they knew what to do with, except that they grew up around the ocean in New York and neither of them had ever owned a boat. So guess what they decided to do with that cash? Not just buy a boat. They both decided they needed their own boat. A catamaran. Yeah. A Donzi. You know what a Donzi is? Each of them needed a Donzi. Two holes in it. So Alf named his boat Crockett and Kenny named his boat (laughs) Tubbs. Tubbs. Yeah, it's coming actually. It's best to keep a low profile when selling drugs in Miami, but Benza and Wood loved Miami Vice and thought their boat names were funny. Uh, the names may not have been funny, but they were catchy, as in catching the eye of local police. It's unknown how long narcotics officers had been watching the pair, but they had convinced the Lopez people that taking deliveries in Biscayne Bay was far safer than doing so at the club or their homes. So they'd rendezvous every so often off of Key Biscayne to exchange some cash for some product. It was a warm Saturday in April when they pulled up next to Lopez's yacht, aptly named the Fuck Fidel. 
A few minutes <laughs> can't make the shit. A few minutes later, they came from the beach, they came from the water, and they came from the sky. A warning to quote, stand back on deck with your hands up and prepare to be boarded was answered with the unmistakable sound of AR gunfire. Wood was hit and hit and hit, and Benza was hiding behind a chair on tubs when the boat exploded. Alfred Wood's last breath came as he watched tubs sink and thought of that simple life on Long Island the two had left. As he sank down into the Azure Bay, he could hear the distant sound of banjos above the surface. Well... Sometimes being a dumb criminal gets you dead. Killed him good. Killed him good. Again, 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 and again. Shoot out. Wow. On the crocodile toes. I did protect the names. So you might find that the dealer, Frank Lopez, has another. Yeah, I know a Frank Lopez movie. So uh, it was. uh, Oh man, Scarface! Scarface! Oh, Lopez yeah. controlled the yayo. Yeah. So yeah. I had to Frank and Lopez, I will never screw you, man. <laughs> Let me tell you, there's another lady. I would Griselda. never. What's that? Griselda, the female big cocaine uh, trafficker in the '70s and in, in Miami. And oh, is that Pablo, the one they do? They have the uh, uh, the documentary out pa- on. Right now? Pablo Escobar said, "I was uh, I was only ever afraid of one." person and it was a woman griselda yeah and sophia vergara is playing the character in this and and it's getting good reviews i I haven't seen any of this but it's always in it's been in the top 10 on netflix for yeah i mean i think it's like second or third yo never saw him man yeah look at the the pretty pelican i never like him i never like him no look at the pretty pelican fly pelican fly and it was fine guys when he was sitting in the hot tub yeah take another quaalude she loved me again in the morning in the morning say good night to the bad guy michelle pfeiffer was a good a good cokehead yeah yeah anyway she was a good cokehead she played a good cokehead she played a good teacher she's beautiful in it maybe too where she had dealt with the kids it's got that um, Paradise song on it, Kool yeah. song on it. Yep. I don't know. She she was a teacher in like the uh, for the bad kids or or the oh, uh, uh, Gangsters Paradise yeah, song. Yeah, the Gangsters Paradise song. I can't think of the name mm-hmm. of it. It's a great movie. And and she's married to David E. Kelly, and well, he's produced a gazillion uh, major producer. Don't know. Him. There you go. But so she don't work that much. She uh, works no, selecti- she works selectively now. these days. Yeah, these these are back in her. Our days, so. but that that is the end, right? That's the end. That's the Any end. Is it done? It's not done. It's, it's over done. with. It's, uh, done. it's Monday. It's Monday, and thank y'all all for listening, and liking, and sharing. And please continue to do so. Go go to the Real Life Real Crime Daily Facebook page and see the picture of these idiots from the uh, dumb criminals to. The regular criminals or whatever. To yeah. Al Pacino. Right? To, uh, to <laughs> everything. Real life, real Frank crime, Lopez. daily. Mike, any final thoughts? I think Woody covered it all. There we go. Yeah, there you have it. Well, until next time, I'm Jim Chapman. And I'm Woody Everton. And I'm Mike Agavino. Your host of Real Life, Real Crime Daily. Peace. Aglet. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.